This is the Cultitor Canon Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and my special guest host tonight will be... It's Bill. Bill! What's up, man? Not much. I'm just kind of sitting around. Now, I know it has waiting been... Waiting for you to call me? It, exactly. It's been a long time since we've had Bill as a member of, on the podcast, and Bill, Bill has always been a reliable and excellent co-host, so I am very pleased to have him back in the saddle uh, alongside me here today figuratively, not literally, alongside me. Bill, I'm so happy to have you as part of the show today. Well, I'm happy to be here. And I know that, you, that you've been going through some troubles with uh, your, the, your apartment basically uh, erupting into flames. Well, not your specific apartment, but your complex. Mm-hmm. And not to say that this was the biggest tragedy, because that, that's not what I mean to say at all, but the very, very next day, you and I were scheduled to do a podcast together, but we could not because of the tragic apartment complex fire. Yeah, so, we were. Yeah, so that 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 kind of uh, pushed us back a bit as well. But Bill, I am glad that you and your mom and every and you guys are everything's okay and your sister's okay and, every, and everything uh, is slowly getting back to normal with you. And I, I'm glad that that's uh, that that's happened. I, I'm happy about that too. Thank Pretty you. soon, you're you're in a new place and everything. Then. Yep. Excellent. Pretty soon, your life will be back to normal, just as mine is back to normal after the giant tornado that went through my town and my yard this year. So we've both <laughs> had some natural disasters. <laughs> Neighbors lost entire houses, so we were extremely lucky. But just as it wasn't exactly your apartment that caught on fire, but your apartment was damaged because of the fire. We're going to talk about Glee today, is that correct? Sure thing. It tur- as it turns out, neither one of us has watched the same movie in basically the past six months. But we have both it been... <laughs> it happens, yes. We have both been following Glee. Well, I just I haven't had the time or the money to get out to the movie theater as much as I would have liked to this year. There, there, I, wa- I really wanted to see Red with Bruce Willis and Morgan Freeman and Helen Mirren. I missed that too. We could talk about how we missed it. We could, but that would be boring, <laughs> but we could. Yes, it would. But, we could talk about the things we heard. I heard it was good. <laughs> I heard it was good too. So, well, when it comes out on video, like next that was week, a good podcast. Or <laughs> it'll be on video probably in January or early February. So, we can talk about it then. And I was actually surprised to hear that you hadn't seen How to Train Your Dragon yet. No. Well, I just watched it last week, and I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was better than Toy Story three in every way. And I know that Toy Story three is going to win the animated Oscar, and. You know, that's that's fine. Pixar always does quality work. I'm not trying to rag on their work, but this is the one year where I would have to say that the, the DreamWorks key title from this year was better than the uh, than the Pixar key title. Well, so. I, that, that, that's that's really unique and makes me want to go see it. It's a f- it's fantastic. It's so fantastic. Everything from the, the dragon's movement, like, they, they, mo- they basically have modeled the, the main dragon on being a house cat, like a, a pet cat. And just the movements that it does, and then the things that it does—it's—it's—it's it's, it's so cool. And if uh, if you're a, a big fan of uh, you know of, of having a pet, then it's gonna resonate with you, you know, all, all the more. And it was a lot different than than what I thought it to, than I thought it was gonna be. It, it set itself up as a very nice uh, universe, and there are a few you know cliche kitty moral lessons here and there, but that's to be expected. I mean, Toy Story 3 has those as well. That's to be expected in a product who whose primary goal is to entertain children, but it, I thought that How to Train Your Dragon was absolutely fantastic. Well, so. that's a, a glowing re- review from you, I but do what does that have to do with uh, Rachel Barry? It doesn't have to do much with her, except for the fact that she has become insufferable this season. 
completely insufferable. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about our history with Glee. This is a show that uh, I, I caught. La- I, I I was in grad school last year, uh, as as I know you're aware, which meant my TV time was extremely limit- limited. So I, I caught up on the first part of Glee on DVD because Glee did a very Glee did things very weirdly last year where it released its first like 12 episodes on DVD and then released like a whole season set after the whole season had aired which I saw as kind of a blatant cash grab and that's fine whatever that's you know they're trying to make money but it was also a way for somebody like me to catch up on the show and then I watched most of the back half of the episodes uh um, Sandra and I watched those together, and then we caught up on a few episodes that we had both missed uh, over the summer as well. And I really, really enjoyed Glee's first st- season. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. The stuff with uh, with Terry Schuster, Will's wife, uh, is better completely left unmentioned, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Um, but it's a it, it was a very, very strong freshman season on a, in a very strong season of television overall. And this season for me has just been in the toilet. I, I've liked, I think, only two of the of the nine or ten episodes that have aired. Really? Yes. Bill, your thoughts on the on the first season? How'd you get into Glee? And then your thoughts on on its transition into season two? Well, they had that really early um, preview. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was after the Super Bowl or something. And I saw that because uh, Glee, because Ugly Betty had just uh, gone off the air, and I was looking for, you know, the, the one show that I'm going to be addicted to. And this was this is probably a good show to replace uh, Ugly Buddy. Absolutely, and uh, I I actually didn't like it very much from from the uh, from the first episode preview because it it reminded me too much of uh, some terrible thing that I I was afraid of in in uh, my mind, thinking that it was going to be too stupid. It's just going to be them singing. It's going to be it's not going to have any meat to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but when I I said to myself, I'll, I'll give it, a, I'll give it the, the shot, and then the first uh, season had every bit of, of of red meat I wanted. It had the gay character, it had the annoying character, it had a lot of really interesting things. It did have a couple stupid things, like Finn being a complete idiot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and also being an untalented singer and dancer, but that's besides the uh-huh. point. <laughs> <laughs> they address his dancing this season. And general, I, I can't really point out to any specific thing that made me fall in love with Glee, but they had a lot of fun songs, and it wasn't too forced. Uh, I really enjoyed, like, the first, overall, like, the first five or six episodes of season one. And, to, I'm, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say they're actually some of the strongest first episodes I've ever seen of any television show ever. Uh, I, I really love the uh, the Acafellas episode from season one, and I think it's fantastic. And I miss that kind of storytelling. Um, they, they get a little bit ba- back into that uh, throughout the throughout the uh, season one overall. Like the sectionals episode is good. Uh, I actually like the, the Madonna episode a lot. I realize it, it's not a it's, it doesn't have a very high reputation among the Gleeks. Uh, <laughs> home, uh, home is a good episode. I, I really enjoyed. Uh, some of the, some of the other later episodes as well, but then some of the some of the later episodes of, of first season have should have been indicative of my problem with the second season. Uh, like for example, the the, epi- the the theatricality episode, which is the Lady Gaga centric centric episode, uh, just seemed to be an an excuse to throw together a bunch of songs they had managed to license that were popular. Those being songs by Lady Gaga, and then the episode Funk, which aired exactly uh, a week later, it had. Uh, 
it just it was awful. It was just terrible. The the the, th the theme to it was just really bad. It was all over the place, and that's kind of been indicative of the second season for me so far. I thought the final episode, the the uh, the, the season finale of season one, was great. The the episode titled Journey. I thought that that was working. It was firing on all cylinders, but I've really so far not enjoyed second season at all. I did not like the season opener. The, the episode that was called Audition. I absolutely hated the Britney Spears episode. It made no sense within the context of any universe, let alone the universe that Glee has established for itself. Uh, I, I enjoyed Grilled Cheeses, but I, I would see it as, as something of a middling episode. I really enjoyed the Duets episode. I thought that was very well done. Uh, the, I, I hated the Rocky Horror. I thought it was awful. I just thought it was terrible. Uh, and then a few of them since. Uh, the episode a few weeks ago with... Uh, Kurt, Kurt's uh, dad and Finn's mom getting married, that wedding episode, I found that episode to be particularly strong, probably my favorite episode of the season. But really, in, in, in total honesty, there have probably, probably only been two or three episodes in season two so far that I've actually enjoyed. Your thoughts on season two so far? I'm, I'm against you on almost everything. I, well, I, I didn't like the, the audition episode very much. I like that it, it set up some things that are going to happen later in the season. Like with the uh, Asian girl doing the little, little fight with Rachel, I wish they did more with that. That's where I'm going to agree with you. I mean, it's fine in the context of the episode; like it, it works okay. But they do need to step that up and do more with that, especially because her character was so undefined and was such a stereotype too. And that that can bother me about some Glee episodes. For an episode, for a, a show that has such strongly developed characters, um, especially Kurt, who's probably my favorite character, uh, as well as Sue, some of the some of the characters can just be extremely broad stereotypes. Uh, that that that's okay. It, it, it's it's a silly show, and uh, and it's uh, it has a huge ensemble for an ensemble ensemble uh, production. It does. I, they're dealing with 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 twelve with twelve main main children, mm -hmm. and Sue. Will and Beast, as uh, and Emma, and Carl, as 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 ancillary characters. So we're dealing with 17 characters in the ensemble season. You don't even get a full episode. I really wish that, on, honestly, Bill. I wish that they would just completely cut Emma and Carl from the show completely. I I wouldn't care if they were gone at all. I I have really enjoyed Coach Beast though. I have really enjoyed Coach Beast a lot. I, I will agree agree with you on that point. I, I love Brittany, but they're they're trying to give her more more substance, and I I think she's better as having that that one unforgettable line in the episode of just just kind of falling back into the the background. Agreed. They're they're trying to turn her into like the Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory or the Dwight from The Office, or even the Abed from Community. They're trying to make her into like the weird secret weapon character that the show has, and they you don't you don't need to do that. Small doses of no. Brittany are the way that that character works better. The, the one character that I, I think we're going to disagree on is Sue. I don't like her anymore. I will say this. I think she's just absolutely so far gone that uh, she's no longer interesting. I will say this. They're completely stretching her storylines. They're, they're reaching with her, and they, they don't need to do that. They need to integrate the character more naturally. I haven't liked the whole Sue is the interim principal of the school. It goes against, I mean, I come from an education background, as you know. Uh, I have a, a, t a teaching degree and a, a master's in ed, uh, currently working um, 
for a, for a community college, but I've, I've worked in high schools and middle schools. I realize this is a TV show, so I don't need any, anybody to email me and say, hey, it's just a TV show. But the way that she became principal, I'm sorry, that would never happen in any school ever. Absolutely not. So, Absolutely not. <laughs> it was just completely ridiculous. And, and it's a TV show, and, and that, that television logic, and that's fine. But there, there, comes to, there comes to be a point where you have to... You have to be able to stop suspending your disbelief, especially when a show is at, at least at least grounded and somewhat in reality. And and Sue literally has nothing to hold her to the ground. No, she no. she married herself. She she's a full she's a full time cheerleading coach. I don't know if a school where that happens. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I mean, they have that like, but it's someone who who has some other day job and gets paid twenty five hundred dollars a year to be the cheerleader coach. They. It's I don't know it's it I agree in some respects to it. I really enjoy Jane Lynch's performance. I just want them to integrate the character into the stories more organically like they did during the first season. And if you even going Absolutely. even going back to some she wasn't even in all the first season episodes. You don't need to wear out this character. You have something special uh, with this character uh, with her performance which is great. Don't wear it out, you know. Use Sue as as the secret weapon. Stop trying to stretch Sue and Brittany into these main characters because what they're doing is they're leaving less time for characters like Mercedes, uh, mm-hmm. or or even even character even characters like Santana, who's a very interesting character. And it's been nice being able to to see some of, some of the side characters get a little, little more screen time. Like one of the things I didn't think I would enjoy as much as I have so far has been the Artie and Brittany relationship. But when you when you do something like that, when you ship those characters, to use a stupid internet term, you push characters like Mercedes and Puck to the sidelines somewhat. Where I want to see some of those some of those characters even more. And that's kind of that even gets me into my problem with with the uh, the Finn and Rachel relationship because they spent way too much time in the first three or four episodes shoving that relationship down our throats and not, not giving us a... Um, you're not giving characters like Sam and Quinn enough time to develop their relationship so that they jump headfirst into a relationship from one week to the next and it's kind of like, whoa, wait a minute, a week ago she told him, no, I need to focus more on whatever, I don't want to be in a relationship and now they're in some kind of committed relationship. The, the little things like that have suffered because because of what they've done with uh, with characters like Brittany, like pushing her to the, to to the forefront, which doesn't need to happen. I recently read some, uh, uh, an interview where they said that uh, one of the, the the great things about having it based in high school is that they're able to cycle out the kids and introduce fresh stories every year or so. Mm-hmm. I just wish they did more cycling, because they they spent so much time on Rachel and Kurt last season that uh, I'm glad to see them get pushed to the back burner, which is mostly what's been happening the past few few episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I would like them to continue that. What are, what are your thoughts on some of the uh, some of the relationships that have developed so far this season? First of all, what are your thoughts on the on the Artie Brittany relationship? Because for me, it works, and it shouldn't work, but it does. It it does, but I think that that's because our Artie and and uh, Brittany are are played by good, good actors. Mm-hmm. And uh, because they, they were just essentially clay in the first season, we don't really have anything to build on, and we just accept that that's what the writers did with them. You know, it would be easy to dismiss Artie's, Artie's character. It would be easy to write, you know, obvious lines for him, but the, the writers haven't done that, and I have to give them a lot of credit for that, for not making him into a, 
a, a stereotype for being, you know, for, you know the the wheelchair kid essentially. So I have to give them credit for that. And uh, I, while I do, while I have enjoyed some of, some of um, Brittany's antics this season, I I do hope that they kind of scale her character a, a back back a bit and don't wear her out. I mean, like we we saw a scene of her and Santana laying in bed together making out that was just totally extraneous. There was no need for them Absolutely. to show that at all, other than to you know drum up controversy or or get eyes glued to the screen, especially male eyes. It, they just it was unnecessary and they they already have three gay characters why why introduce more which is a problem that i have had with the kurt storyline kurt is perhaps the most interesting character on a network television show right now but and I, he's definitely the writer's pet project yes he is Absolutely. but the focus that has been paid to him this season has been good and bad to get it's been a 50-50 split for me I don't know how I feel about the the introduction of the magic gay character from the private school. <laughs> I'm I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not sure how it's going to play out. I don't know your thoughts on that whole that whole cuz I'm not entirely so sure pretty, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that they needed to introduce a love interest for Kurt at this point. That's not the love interest. No. Uh-uh. All the rumors that I've been hearing are saying Karofsky is going to be the love interest. Really? Uh-huh. I have not I have not seen that. That's that that is that kind of changes my perspective a bit on that. Doesn't it? That is interesting. Now, I li- I I like the idea that Kurt goes out to find some kind of uh gay mentor. I just think it was the wrong place. See, I'm not even I'm not even sure that I I like the idea of Kurt doing that. They've always kind of set Kurt up as somebody who didn't really need to do that, and and I, I understand he's being bullied a lot, and he's in he's in kind of a bad place. But I mean, wouldn't this have been a good time for them to kind of reintroduce the Kurt Mercedes friendship rather than send Kurt on a wacky adventure at a at a? I don't like Mercedes. Okay, and fair enough. But let me let me throw this at you: the whole the, the whole storyline with the the private school with the oh yeah we don't bully we don't we don't bully anybody here it just seems to me like it's too perfect of, of a scenario it's again it's again glee which which again is a show that is not is not supposed to be it's a it's it's a fantastical scenario maybe, but maybe but you it, watched a different episode than i did i don't know but they're they're they screamed out that kurt is not going to fit into this school Okay, and it's not the solution. Expand on that for me, because I I probably did interpret it differently than you did. Okay, he joins the Glee Club, and immediately his uh, he he's expected to sit in the back and silent. Um, when he tries to give his idea, it's uh, they're they're not mean about it, but they totally marginalize him. Mm-hmm. When he does uh his his solo audition, which we all agree was amazing, and gets lots of rounds of applause. And, and shows that he he should be, or at least it shows the audience that he should get get solos. They put him off to the side because he was trying too hard. When they were doing the dancing at the sectionals, it, it looked like his uh, uniform was chafing uh, on him. Mm-hmm. Even even his uh, magic gay fairy is telling him that sorry fairy godmother is saying that he has to adjust to to, to that to that school where people aren't supposed to shine as as brightly. Completely blanking on that, just completely blanking on it. Did Did you know that they got a, a 12th member? 
Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, I, I know it's the, the it was the heavy set girl. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so you actually watched it? No, I saw the episode. I just don't remember that part. No. <laughs> and I actually like the the, the heavy set girl's character. I actually think that she's funny, and I, I know that that's kind of a controversial thing to say uh, on the internet and all that because uh, she hasn't really people think she's annoying, but I think she's ten times better than the Jacob Ben Israel character, so... And and I don't know if you've noticed her or not, but she's in more episodes than this. Like, I've, I notice her because oh, yeah. I because she's very, very bizarre-looking. Very bizarre-looking person. I've noticed her in the background of other episodes, like maybe four or five other episodes. And I, I actually, I liked that a lot. I, I like when, because when, she's kind of, she's supposed to be like, in my mind, I see her as like a, an audience stand-in character. And I think it's funny when when TV shows do something like that, as long as it's not overdone. And I didn't find it overdone in this episode. Right. Kurt's taken up just about every every extra moment away from the main plot. Mm-hmm. While I, I I personally find Kurt's story extremely engaging, I do wish that they would uh, deal a little bit more with Mr. Schuster. Because while I don't like Terry, I, I like the, the whole divorce thing. I like I like the Emma stuff. I, I wish they spent more time on that. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna. You know, I, I have kind of a controversial opinion on on this as well. I don't like Terry at all, but I also don't like Emma at all. And <laughs> and Will Will his character is he's really really wearing thin with me, really wearing thin. I so wish the, he was less stupid. Yeah, exactly. He's made so many bad decisions. In the Britney Spears episode, which, again, is probably the worst episode of Glee ever. I absolutely hated that that episode. It's just really bad. It's even even worse than the Rocky Horror one. But I really I hate... I thought it was funny. I really hated that he would perform with his students. Like, that's just so un- unrealistic. And, and, and that they would perform something provocative like that after they already got in trouble with it in the second episode of the series for doing something provocative. It just... It, it speaks. Right. It, has he learned nothing? Uh, the answer is no. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm being a bit too hard on the show. You are. <laughs> and fair enough. It's a stupid show about people singing. I know, but I like it. Uh, and I, uh, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that I feel like I'm being too harsh on it, but I actually really like, really like um, Glee a lot. I, I have really enjoyed this series. I want them to get back to the uh, the heights that they hit in season one. And I think that I've, I've mentioned this before on a previous podcast, where I feel like if this show had one showrunner, it would work better. But it has three. You ragged on Grilled Jesus. Yeah. And I I thought that was the best episode, and probably the the the, the deepest one about, about theology, about about what a gay could thinks about God. I I felt that was really really important and, and I dare say groundbreaking. I, I liked that episode. I, I think I, I yeah I guess you could say I ragged on it, on it a bit. I would call it like an average episode of Glee which don't get me wrong an average episode of Glee is better than a normal episode of television. I, I, I enjoyed that episode. It's probably it's in the middle for me. I did like some of the things it had to say though about religion. I don't know though it just it, it's not a I didn't really I didn't really see anything special about it. I really enjoyed the the duets. Duets was probably my favorite episode of the season, followed by Furt, <laughs> which I, 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 despite the fact that Sue Sylvester married herself, which was totally retarded, the rest of that episode. I, 
Go I ahead. generally watch each episode twice. I fast forward all, all the Sue stuff. Uh, I need to watch uh, Special Education again. There's only going to be, I think, um, one more episode in this this first part of the season, which is going to be a Christmas episode. But uh, that right. will be that will air on December 7th, according to the, the list up that I'm looking at. So obviously, and I, I assume that nothing really interesting is going to happen there. Yeah, I, I I would agree with you. All right, Bill, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up because we've gone for a long time, but I'd like to give a personal thank you for being a part of this podcast. It's good to thank be you. able to to talk about this show with somebody because you're basically the only one of my friends that, well, I can't say that because I do have friends that watch it, but you're the only one of my friends who probably watches it on a consistent basis and could like... And has good opinions, I'm sure. And has keen insight as well, so... but. This has been a the latest production of the the Cultivator Canada podcast. I've been Zach, your co your your host. Our gracious co-host tonight has been Bill. Bill, once again, thank you for your return to the podcast. You're welcome. And we will hope to hear from you soon. Definitely. <laughs>